This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. start hold on i would i would listen to a pod already i'm not mad i'm not mad at all i would listen to a podcast that's just called hold on that's just the (laughs) just a series of like improvised bits and the show never starts that's really fun oh god fuck we have to go i'm so sorry (laughs) i would absolutely listen but that's not here three two one hang on don't you dare Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batune, and today to help me help you, Demi Adejuibe in the studio. Hello. Denim on denim. Yeah. Oh, I wish you guys could see me. I look like a a (laughs) cowboy. Last time I saw you, you were also wearing denim on denim. Yeah. What happened is one person complimented me and said, that looks good. And I was like, I'm never changing out of these clothes. You do look very good. If anyone were good. to draw me in a cartoon, it'd be like, all right, he's the denim on denim man. That's, I I talk about that all the time. Your cartoon well, outfit? Yes. Yeah. Is this your outfit? The I denim think on denim? so. Yeah. Unless unless one day it's like, oh, I can't find my jacket and I wear something else. And someone's like, looks good, man. I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. New me. That's you forever. Yeah. For those of you listening, you may know Demi from the Punch Up the Jam podcast, Mm -hmm. from his monthly live comedy show, Everything's Great. Yes. Or from writing on The Good Place. Correct. Or The Late Late Show. Yes. Or this is the most credits I've ever given anyone, and I'm not done yet. Or you may know him from lending me a hoodie when I showed up at his Christmas party wearing Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You Sexy Santa Suit. Is that on IMDb? Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. It's a really long credit. I keep that updated. I was uh, very embarrassed because I, I was so super bad. overdressed. You weren't, though. I thought you were great. What? I, I think it was just like a lot of other people just didn't dress in like the spirit <laughs> of the holiday. So you were just like, oh, I'm just I kind of am wearing like a, a sort of sexy thing and it's <laughs> I'm dressed like Santa and no one else is. So I get that and I feel very bad. But I was also just like, has this ruined your night? It, no, I had a great time. Thank okay. you for lending me the sweater. You're very welcome. And the last credit and I think the most impressive of all, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm about to say. No, I'm your friend. That's cute. No. Is that not it? Oh. <laughs> you are my friend, okay. but it's the backflip that you just did. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> okay, so you and I haven't been able to talk about the backflip yet other right. than the fact that you did it. Yes. So explain to me what was going through your head during the— 
back up. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody why you did a backflip. Okay, so basically, uh, I do a monthly show at the Dynasty Typewriter called Everything's Great. It's very fun. It often uh, sells out. It's a good time. You should come. Uh, but the people who run the Dynasty Typewriter were like, hey, uh, we sort of have a lot of space over the holidays if you want to do like an hour-long show that's just your bits and whatnot. I was like, yeah, I'd love to do that. But then I was also kind of like, oh, I can't just have it be like, it's the Demi show. I, it's like, it felt so self-aggrandizing to just have a show that's like, come see me. You love me. Come on, do it. So I was like, I want like some sort of a hook or a thing that it's like very funny and kind of like, oh, I got to see that. And I came up with, so it's called Demi and Dejuibe is going to do one, parentheses, one Mm -hmm. backflip. And I just thought, A, it was very funny to sort of phrase it like it's illegally. It's just like, I won't do more backflips and I won't (laughs) do less. But then I also like, uh, the poster was like, uh, it's a fun comedy show featuring music, laughs, presentations, and a man who is, or a very unathletic man who has never tried or attempted to do a backflip, doing a backflip with absolutely no practice whatsoever. Right. Which is true. I was just like, I'm not going to practice. I'm not going to train. I'm just going to do a backflip. Damn. Yeah. Were you scared? No. (gasps) You know what's, the thing is, as soon as I said I'm going to do it, I was just kind of like, I bet I could, and everyone's like, Demi, I'm so, the only reason I got a mat for the show. Oh, you got a mat. I did. Because every (laughs) one I told was, was, they were like, are you, you're going to have a mat or something. I was like, no, I don't think I need one. And they're like, Demi, please. And that's when I started getting like, should I be worried or backflips harder than I thought? (laughs) And I think that they are, but I also think I was so stressed by every other part of the show that I was just like, I don't have time to think about the backflip. I'm just going to do the flip. And I did. Nice. (laughs) And so when I did, I was just like, well, how do I do this? I probably just jump. And the thing is, what I realized is what makes it pretty easy is I have full vision when I'm doing the flip. So I'm just like looking and just being like, all right. And okay, I still, I see the floor now. I'm good. Oh, So I was just kind of like, like, I'm not closing my eyes when I do the flip. So I was just like, oh, I don't feel disoriented. And so when I landed, I was like, yeah, that's good. Dang. So- when I used to do backflips, I did close my eyes. Oh, I could, I would be terrified because I'd just be like, when do I know I'm upright again and I can put my feet on the floor? Yeah, that would have helped so much back then. Yeah, a little, here's my advice for <laughs> your podcast. Keep your eyes open. Open your eyes when you're doing a backflip. <laughs> you gave me some very good advice and I didn't really get a chance to do it properly. So I like, I landed, but I landed in a way that it's like, like a Spider-Man crouch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that doesn't count. But people started clapping. I was like, okay, I won't do it again. But yeah, I can't. but like the entire time I was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't I did do it. I didn't do the backflip. I messed it up. Ah, oh, that's so cool that you did that. Thank you. Uh, one time I did a backflip for a talent show and I did something wrong. I think when I was talking to you, I was like, go up first yeah. before you go back. But in the, the talent show, I was too scared, so I went straight back, mm. and then I think I landed in a push-up. No, no, no. I landed on my tippy toes, I and like, I cool. jolted forward into a push-up, and the whole crowd was like, <gasps> worried for me. Oh, boy. Yeah. I didn't win. It was like a a win talent show. Yeah. Yeah. One of those competitions. Yeah, it was really, really sad. How long did you do gymnastics? Uh, I did cheerleading for right. like 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. I wish there was like intramural cheerleading for adults that can't let go of the past. <laughs> that would be me. For I would be the captain of that. Who can't let go of the past and also need to like root for something. <laughs> it can't just be like gymnastics yeah. or some sort of like Team dancing. hopeful nostalgia. Yeah. That's us. They give you a football squad to cheer for. It's like they're not really going to play, but yeah. you know, those are the guys. <laughs> they're just someone there yeah. just for the eye line. Uh, well, this is not about me. It's about you. Is it? And we need... <laughs> oh, boy. To, the first round's about you. Okay. And then it's about helping. All right. But let's get to know you a little bit more. 
This is a game we call Bursa Firsts. Mm. It's one round of rapid fire questions, everything from your first job to the first time you cried in public. And whenever I yell stop, you have to explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. Okay. You ready? Yes. Here we go. Let's get some ominous music. What was your first job? A uh, GameStop cashier. First cell phone. Uh, I think a razor. First pet peeve to come to mind. Uh, 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 oh my, oh my, why can't think of a pet peeve? Why can't I think of a pet peeve? Uh, people not knowing when to, uh, stop a conversation. <laughs> First, okay, hang on, let's stop there. Okay. When do you stop a conversation? Well, okay, well, I meant, like, people who sort of can't read that, like, someone's trying to get out of a conversation or, like, are just sort of so self-involved that they are, like, just, I'm gonna keep talking, I'm gonna keep talking, and it's like, do you realize that you're talking so much that the other person is just going, like, oh, wow. Okay, wow. Right. And then crazy. eventually you got to do something like, I'm going to make the rounds, or like, I got to go to the bathroom. I was like, don't make me do this. I feel rude. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> First kiss location. Ooh, ooh. Um, oh my God, a park? That, well, that's very nice. Yeah. First major purchase. Uh, Viva La Vida by Coldplay and Abbey Road by The Beatles on vinyl. Wow. Yeah. That's so you. First choice in a karaoke book. Ooh, uh, oh my, what is it? Uh, I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince. First internet screen name. Ooh, oh God. Hmm. What, what? I, I honestly don't remember. Uh, the thing is, Electra Lemon is an old internet screen name. It's an old one? From like sixth grade. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Uh, nothing. It was just, I had some friends who were, uh, had, each had, an AIM screen name that was like a food and then something else. And I was like, I want to be like that. So I came up with Electro Lemon and then they changed it. And I was like, well, I'm not, I wasn't just copying you guys. I just also have it. So I just stuck with it. And then I was like, I'm going to keep using this name. That's awesome. Yep. It's very cool. Thank you. First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. They do not want to talk to me. First celebrity crush. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, oh God. Glenn Close in 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> First concert. First con- Oh, The Killers. First scar. First scar? Um, I think I fell off a bike and like sort of cracked, like just scraped my knee in like the worst way. First thing you do when you like someone. Mm-hmm. When I like someone, I will. Oh my god, what do I do? What's it? I forget what it feels like to like people. Uh, <laughs> no, I will uh, try to think of a reason to initiate a conversation with them. Aww. First show you binge watched. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Oh God, it's gotta have been a while. I binged watch entire seasons of The Simpsons when I was like catching up on old episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That works. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. I'm so sorry. I forgot that I have this thing that I promised I'd do with a friend. Nice. First time you cried in public. I mean, I, I couldn't possibly remember for real, but I guess it was, I was a baby and it was loud. The first time you remember <laughs> crying in public. Okay, fine. Um, uh, in elementary school, I think like in first grade, there was a girl who had a hole in her pants and I went up to tell her and she was just like, why are you looking at my pants, you weirdo? Get away from me. And I oh, felt no. like I had been such a perv that I was just like, I'm sorry. And I just like bawled crying. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. It's fine. I'm over it now. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken a long time, but I finally got over it last week.
<laughs> I feel like I hold, I know I hold on to things way too long. Yeah. Do you ever feel like that? All the time. Oh, what are you holding on to right now? Mm, I think Toy Story 4 was a great movie and other people say it wasn't. I can't even remember Toy Story about. 4. It's the new one. Came out this well, year. I know it's Oh, oh. It came out this year? Or well, last year, you know, because of 2020. D- that's when oh oh. It's when what happened? No spoilers. <laughs> I cannot imagine. They what, go to find Bo Peep. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yes, and she was almost the lead. Yeah. Huh? What? She was like almost the one. It was she was almost the girl. She oh. was the heroine, but it still wasn't about oh, yeah, her. Yeah. You know? They gave her like the sort of like Ray from Star Wars treatment. It's like she's a, she's a badass and in the she's in the woods and come on, girls, you can be like this. It was scary, but the come on, girls, you can be like this. It was scary, but I I liked the Key and Peele little moments. Oh, they were great. Yeah. yeah. I really loved it. I think it's a beautiful film. Anyway, that's what I'm holding on to. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. You know what? What are you holding on to? Hmm. That's right. Get vulnerable. You know what? What? Today, this morning, mm-hmm. going to make me sound like a crazy person for cool. sure. But I felt weird in a way that I was like shedding. I recently had food poisoning. And so I was Correct. shedding everything inside of me. Whoa. But at the same time, I started having dreams about ex-boyfriends of mine that I hadn't let go of yet. Mm. And I was just, I kept on having recurring dreams about them. And then today I woke up and I was like, what? I feel so weird for some reason. And then I think I let it go. Like, I think I feel like I'm one step above where I was. That's one level of frequency above where I've been operating. That's crazy. So your subconscious was like, we know how to fix this. Give her the dreams. And then you'll wake up and just be like, ah, no. (laughs) I think that's got to be how it was. It was like cleaning up shop. It felt like I had been playing with little toys in a doctor's waiting office for so long. Like everything that I was doing before. And now you got called into the office. Yeah. And now it's like, now this is the the doctor's test. Now it's like, hey, welcome. All right, we have to stick a needle in you to get blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's always painful. It is always painful. And then they're going to tell you you have something. It's like, oh, let me go play with the toys again. (laughs) Right? I don't know how this analogy works anymore. (laughs) I've ruined it. You've not ruined it. But we will help people very shortly. I'd love to. Good. But wait. We'll take a break first. We're going to take a break while a dummy gives us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram. And we'll be back to help. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. 
Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back. Before we get into Act 2 and helping people, watch mm-hmm. we never end up helping people. Oh, that's good. I need to know what you are obsessed with right now, if anything. Ooh, I. I mean, I'm in general just always obsessed with movies. You love movies. I really do. They're the only thing I care about in this world. <laughs> Besides my loving son, who I also named Movies. Sure. Um, uh, I, yeah, I, I think just around this time of year, I it's like award season, and I, for some reason, I... I can kind of explain, but not really explain. I care deeply about the Oscars. Mm. And so I, it's like every other award show. I'm like, I don't really care, whatever. Uh, but I, the Oscars, I love them and I have so much fun with them. And I think they're like an institution. So it's a lot of me like catching up on movies I haven't seen and trying to like just see what movies get nominated and things elsewhere and just trying to uh, sort of tell my friends like, oh, are there any movies that you haven't seen? Like come over and I'll screen them for you and we'll have a good time. And it's just like, I don't know, a lot of fun. That is fun. You're good at throwing parties also. Thank you. Are you ever nervous that people are going to have a bad time or it's going to be a bad party? No, because I think that the real thing that makes a party fun is just the interaction. So I'm just like, I could do nothing and just say, come over, and I think it'd be fun. But at the same time, I love getting very into it and, like, decorating my house for, like, the Oscars or Christmas or whatever. So I just—it's it's another one of the things, that, like, the backflip where it's like, I— busy myself with one aspect of it so that I don't have to focus on the part that should be scary. Mm. Where it's like, oh, what if people don't show up or have a good time? It's like, I can't worry about that. I have to Photoshop the Muppets into the best picture (laughs) nominees and put them up on my wall. Right. Oh, that's good. So taking your mind off of it. Yeah. Dang. I, that's the thing. I, every time I throw a party, I'm always nervous that there's not going to be enough entertainment or enough food or people are going to be bored. Yeah. But then I I think you always have to remember that it's like the interaction people have with each other is the biggest entertainment that anyone wants from a party. And it's like, I don't know, like people will have to leave at different points. People will show up early and show up late and whatnot. And it's just like you can't really control the vibe of a party. Just do your best to think what would I want to do at this party and do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. Speaking of the Oscars, when I was stalking you, I, mm. I found a website where you can find everyone, the, all the tweets. I think it's called allmytweets.com Yee. or something like that. And Dangerous. I, I realized, because I wanted to do, I might start doing this, but I like when people come in, reading the tweet that they had posted the day I'm seeing them from oh, like 10 years prior. That's incredible. Yeah, like on this day, 10 years ago, you posted this. Yeah. Explain it. I would love that. Yeah. Did but, you do it? Well, for you, it only goes back to February 2018. I, I don't think that's true. I, it is? No, because I have like I have a bunch of people who, oh, I get, on that website, maybe it is. Oh. Because I have people like retweet things from like 2013 <gasps> all the time. And I'm just like, oh, that's weird. Oh. Uh, what a terrible website. Maybe yeah. the website only goes back that I far. think because it's like some websites with Twitter. This is nerdy. Uh, the API can only pull like a certain amount of tweets, so they'll stop when it's like 3,200 or whatever. Oh. But yeah. So maybe you tweeted a lot since February it's 2018. It's possible. If we take another break, I bet I could find exactly what I tweeted on. I want to take uh, a break just to see. Should we take a quick break right now and then come right back with it? Yes. Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. We have Demi's account Mm -hmm. from five years ago. This is on the 5th. We are recording on the 7th. Yeah. Oh, here's one on the 6th, which is one one day prior. Yeah. I wrote a poem using movie quote refrigerator magnets. Here's your your poem. Yeah. Do you remember this? (laughs) I do remember doing it. Okay. Here's to my little friend. He's got a bigger boat, stinking badges, a real pretty mouth, a damn magic mirror, and a royale with cheese. But he can't take all this to hell. 
shove it, Hal. You're dead, people. <laughs> <laughs> that's your dead people. That's uh, that's the poem, You're Dead People. <laughs> this dog is here trying to watch me poop get out of here, and it's a <laughs> tiny dog under a stall. That's good. Uh, yeah. You go viral pretty often. How's how's that feel? Oh, the life of a viral man. Uh, it's weird, and I'm always just kind of like, I don't think this should be that popular. But I'm also just like, I like that people like the things. You reply a lot to people. Oh, That's yeah. nice. I don't anymore because <gasps> I, well, not not in like a, I don't talk to people now, but it's like I uh, wanted to like push myself off of Twitter so I could do things and stop getting like angry about just seeing the worst things. So I started doing a thing where every, where I uh, donate $2 for every single tweet that I make. And I just sort of like, it's like sporadic where it's like, okay, it's been a while or this thing needs a cause. I'll count since the last time I donated and donate that times two. Oh. And it's like good until it's like, I feel like just I'm in a place where like, I don't want to do anything but tweet all day today. And I'm just like replying to everyone and like getting into arguments. And it's like, all right, I owe $300. Oh, the replies are $2. Oh, every tweet that I do. Your account is expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish that that, I mean, it's classes to do it that way. But I wish that everyone was either you have to pay a dollar to tweet or everyone gets five <laughs> tweets a day. And you have to use them wisely because that would be great. Oh, I like and that. And they don't, it's not like they reset where it's like you can keep up the number of tweets. You get five a day and you do what you want with those. Wait, that's so good. I, that would be a dream because people would be like, all right, I'm not going to, I, I want to harass this lady, but I can't. It's like, oh, sorry. Right. Or they'd use all of it to harass a woman. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, if I could make an internet law. Good question. Yeah. Hmm. If I could make an internet law. Every, mm, what would you do? I was going to say everyone has to have like a profile that is set up without like an, the egg avatar. Yes. Or like you can't be anonymous. You mm -hmm. have to have your, your shit out there. I feel like there's a lot of people right now just like, that's government surveillance. Yeah, totally. No, don't do that. <laughs> and it's like, I get that. But also I don't want no eggs yelling things at me. No eggs. No eggs. No I eggs, don't want no eggs. An egg is the one that shouldn't tweet at me. Go. Hanging at the passenger's side of uh, his best friend's ride, hey. trying to tweet at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very slantly it's fine. different. I'll work on it, and then I'll tweet it, and it's going to go viral. That's nice. Enjoy mm. that $2 coming out of your <laughs> bank account for that. Okay, it's time to help a person. Okay. How are we feeling about that? I feel great. I'm Good. ready to help. Do you remember being 25 years old? Yes, I remember two years ago. Mm, this is from a 25-year-old. Okay. So get yourself in that mindset. Uh, a young whippersnapper. A young whippersnapper. Hi, Megan. I'm 25 years old, and I am very independent. And I love that I'm independent, but a lot of times, because I'm single, I am so good at independency that I'm bad at making new friends. Uh, can you give me some advice on how to make friends in a non-internet way without the help of social media? In-person, real, tangible friends because I'm a little shy and I don't know how to do it on my own. Thanks so much. Love your podcast. Sincerely, alone and determined not to be lonely. Cute. Yeah. Love that name. A-A-D-N-T-B-L. The acronym of the all. The acronym. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. Friends without social media. This is a very relatable thing for me because so many, most of, if not all of my friends, I feel like as an adult have come from social media. Me too. Same with relationships. And it just feels like 
I, I'm always just like, well, when you're out of school and not really working, like when, how do you make friends? Yeah. And I feel like one of the ways that I did is you have to find things that you do in like either your neighborhood or just your world where it's like, this is the thing I do for myself regularly, but it's around other people to the point that like you sort of form like silent connections with people. Like if you're at the library all the time and like the librarians start to see you, you're like, okay, well, like I'm talking, I'm going to talk to them every so often. They'll be like, Hey, I recognize you. Or like one person will start a connection. Uh, and like, for me, that was doing karaoke. And eventually it's like, people are just like, I see you here all the time. And, They'll talk to you or like try to. It's hard to like be the one to initiate a conversation though. Yeah. So you just that's why you have to do it for yourself, just to like make where it's like you got to force yourself to be in a place where you're open to social interaction, which is hard if you're just going, oh, I hate it, but I have to do it. Right. Yeah. When you went to karaoke for the first time, was it, did someone invite you or you were just like, I love karaoke yeah. and you went? A friend of mine invited me and she was like, oh yeah, they do karaoke here every Tuesday. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And we went, we had a great time, but I didn't live in the area. And um, then I moved and I was like, oh, I'm kind of close to that place. Maybe I'll go down there myself. And it was just fun. Ah, uh, that's, you're so right. The thing is you got to go outside. Yes. That's a huge part. I I met people at karaoke when you invited me and that was great I met so many people yeah which was so nice and I haven't been since it's so, I mean it's hard to do it regularly yes yeah should go also I do want to talk about if you are in a place with other people how to make that first move because that is the hardest part right yeah of like I do Pilates at this place almost every every week and I have not once said anything to anyone else, mm -hmm. but sometimes, so if you've never done Pilates before, there's something called reformer Pilates where you have like a bunch of springs and like a machine. It looks like a torture device right. if you've ever seen it. And the, the less springs you have when you're standing on it, the harder it is because you have to hold the the contraption together sure. with like your leg muscles. And so sometimes the instructor will be like, if you really want, like take a spring off and no one's fucking with that. Like no one takes a spring off. Right. But one time it's for, for inner thighs. I want all of, I want no springs. Mm. And so I was like, I'm going to take my spring off. And I took it off and there's only one other girl that took her spring off. And I was like, we have a connection. I should for sure say something. Yeah. And I got so nervous, but I finally... This is a story that has no good ending, just as a spoiler. I, I got, like, really worked up in order to say something to her. And because I thought she was cool. I liked the way she dressed. Yeah. Like, she had cool workout clothes. Like, they weren't trying to. It was, like, a, an old tattered T-shirt. She was just like— oh, She sounds so fucking cool. Cool, right? Yeah, I'm already intimidated no by her. No springs and a tattered tee? Damn. Yes, please. And I went up to her. I want a girl with no springs. I'm not going to. Anyway. <laughs> I went up to her, and I, I think I, I said something about the no springs. And then that was kind of it. We weren't we didn't become friends. But it's like you sort of have that one moment where you have like a, like a half connection or like you make a pithy comment, and like you kind of just have like an exchange of three sentences. And I think that's enough to sort of like open the gate where it's like if you see her again at that class, you'll just be like, hey— and no it's springs just, today? No and you become— Yeah, <laughs> just you keep referring to the one thing. <laughs> And she's just like, I'm going to keep using springs now because I'm annoyed. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I think it's hard to figure out how to do that. But I I do feel like it's as it can be as easy as like making a, a comment that will open the door or like make someone laugh. Or it can be as, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's like easier to make friends when you are open to like, 
like if you can do something where it's clear that you know no one and you can sort of open yourself up to like be a little goofy, it's like easier for people to come up to that person and be like, oh, that was great. Or like, oh, that's so funny or whatever. But like if you're sh- very shy and you don't feel comfortable doing that, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what advice to give you. Yeah, I think the shy, because I feel super shy when I'm out of my element. Yeah. And that's really difficult for me. But one thing that I've I've done, I think when I was traveling just a bit ago, I did this Airbnb experience where there was a bunch of strangers around. Yeah. And I, we were, I guess, expected to talk to each other. And for a second, I felt like nobody wanted to talk to me, and mm-hmm. I kind of closed down. And then I was like, oh, I'm just scared that people— I'm scared that people don't want to talk to me. So then I was like, oh, it's all in my head. And I quickly erased it. And then I put my posture up and I asked somebody a question. And people love to talk about themselves. Oh, yeah. That's so another ask trick. ask a question about them. Yeah. Like, is this your first time using No Springs? Would that be a good one? That would. And she's like, let me tell you about the first time I used No Springs. I was an <laughs> eight-year-old girl. And my father said, you'll never use No Springs. And I had to show him, Papa. This reminds me. One time, speaking of this and backflips, one time I was cheerleading in high school and I liked a guy who was coaching one of the other teams. And I remember him talking kind of trash about me and about my tumbling skills. And he was like, Megan will never do a layout, which is a backflip, but straight, straight little pencil. Uh, Megan will never do a layout until pigs fly or something like that. And I was like, that is so mean. Mm-hmm. And then I threw a layout, there's a round of backhand swing layout in front of him. And the look on his face. That is some bring it on shit. It really I is. I respect that. It was the last time I did it. Oh, that's all you need, though. Yeah. I went out with a bang. There's nothing greater than letting spite motivate you to <laughs> succeed in something that you're like, I only half care about this, but I can do it now. Does that ever happen to you where it fuels you to show somebody wrong? Okay, so one of my last days of high school, I was talking, we were talking uh, in my car, uh, me and some friends about what we wanted to do with our futures. And I was just kind of like, I, don't, I really want to, you know, like, I don't know, I really want to like make films and like go to Hollywood and maybe do comedy and stuff. And he's just like, really, dude, that's like a, like, it's like a near impossible. You really should think of something. And I think about that all the time. Every time I do anything, I'm like, I want to win so many awards just so I can <laughs> just thank this guy silently. And he'll be like, I don't, I don't remember that conversation. I'll be like, oh, but I do. And oh that's my. all that matters. That's hilarious how things stick with us. Yeah. I had a a teacher in eighth grade tell me I would never get a girlfriend, and I'm just like, huh, I want to run into her somewhere. (laughs) Dang. Girlfriend. You guys had an interesting relationship, your teacher and you. The thing is, like, I don't remember the context of it, but I think it's very funny to imagine me just walking in and be like, hello. And she's like, you're never going to get a girlfriend. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) I had a history teacher have me and my boyfriend at the time in two different periods. Like mm-hmm. he, she had him first period, she had me fourth. And every day she would ask me if I've broken up with him yet. What? It's so weird. Teachers sometimes overstep bounds in ways that I'm like, no, uh, you guys need to go to jail. <laughs> Not jail. You guys jail. need to maybe have a talk with your principal. Right. If you were a high school teacher, what subject would you teach? Oh, I know exactly this. Ooh. So this is a true thing. I've always, always, always said if I were not doing film and comedy or even when I retire, I want to go teach math in the middle of the country. Math? Math. Are you good at math? Yes. <gasps> My dream is eight year, or not eight years, eighth graders. Because it's like right in that, that middle spot where it's like, they can be kind of mean, but I'm meaner. And right. uh, they're also like, like not so young that I have to explain like, 
crazy rudimentary concepts to them. But I just like the way that my brain works is I love puzzles and like formulas and things that make sense, which is awful because like with writing and comedy, you're just like, it's not, that's not how it works. So I love math because there's an answer to it. It's solvable. And it's just like, it makes me feel so good to do something where I'm like, that is the right answer. I've done it correctly. And I just want to, I think I also have the kind of personality where like, you know, when you're a kid and you have that one teacher that really opens up things for you because you like them and you're like, I want to do well in this class. I want to be that cool teacher where everyone's like, I got to get an A in Mr. Digiwebe's geometry class. Yeah, you would be the coolest teacher. Yeah. Dang. So speaking of puzzles, we've done a couple of escape rooms uh-huh. and you're very good. Oh, thank you. What As about are you. thank you. What about when they're nonlinear? So like when when the puzzles aren't, I guess, number based and they're just kind of like, you gotta put this carrot in the deer's mouth. Like, yeah. do you like those? I do, but I always have this sort of like feeling of you know when you finish a maze and you trace it all in, and you're like, well, that's the straight path, and there's all the empty paths that aren't being used? I'm always just kind of like, I wish I could fill those in, too, just because I'm like, I want to touch every part. of that's like I want to experience the whole thing that I'm supposed to see. But it's just like you get a little piece of what you're supposed to do, and I'm like, oh, but someone else did that other part. I'm like, I wish I could do that, too. I just want to know what the whole puzzle is. Oh. Like it kills me when it's, there's a thing that it's like, People are separated into different rooms, and yeah. one of your friends has to do the puzzle. And it's like, we figured this out. I'm like, but I want to know what the what the puzzles were. Right, right. Tell yeah. me how you did it. Tell me what it was about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cute. You I, just want to overachieve. I, <laughs> I do. I just, <laughs> I do. I'm like, duh. I'm not fulfilled doing the things I like. I'm gonna pay money to f- do puzzles and get <laughs> mad that I can't do all of it. Here's my question to the uh, the, the advice mm-hmm. Um, what? Why not the internet? Because I, I think the internet's a lovely place to make friends. And also just there are so many like ways to find local events that you can go to that are just like things you're interested in or like, I don't know, meetings for a cause you believe in and just like surround yourself with people where you're at least in enough of your element that you have a thing that you're like, I'm happy to be here for this. And then also I can connect with people here. I think that's a great idea, especially if for shy people, the the only reason I have any friends. The only reason why I made any friends is the internet, whether yeah. it was people on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube or the podcast, like it all stems from internet stuff. Totally. Being an introvert, it is much easier that way. Absolutely. But I don't, I'm not really sure. It doesn't give us a, a reason why they don't want internet Maybe to be involved. Maybe they live in the middle of the country and they do not have an internet. <gasps> Except they have, they have a certain amount of bandwidth and they keep using it to download this podcast. <laughs> Oh, how sweet. It is very sweet. And that is, I I accept it yep. and I approve of it. <laughs> but maybe, maybe just the old fashioned, maybe let's take this a little slantly and go in a romantic way with it. Because I okay. know a lot of people don't like to do online dating and they want to meet friends of friends or they just want it yeah. to be the old fashioned way. Here's a question before I jump into that. Mm. Do you think romantic comedies could ever be real? What do you mean by that? Like the situations in romantic comedies could ever like exist in real life? I yes, in a way of the the connection that you find in a romantic comedy or like uh, people doing really nice things for each other and things working out. Like I was with a group of I was with a couple friend of mine and they <laughs> he had said like uh, the notebook isn't real, marriage story is real. And I was like Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a, that man is a nihilist. Yeah, I was like, let me get like a, a, at least a halfway. <laughs> of course you're going to fight, but like write me some notes and yeah. kiss me in the rain. Like, what's up? <laughs> what do you think, though? Do you think that any romantic comedy is 
closer to reality or do you think reality is so far off from romantic comedies or that how love is depicted in movies the thing that I will say about romantic comedies and the aspect that I'm like well that is not really how it works is romantic comedies are always set up with the concept that uh Going into it, you know who the two people are that are supposed to be together, and sometimes it's like one of them has like a feeling, and the other one just kind of falls into it, or like like they both sort of have this sort of connection when they meet, and it works, and it's just kind of like I think romantic comedy is so often set up a romance that is built around a thing that is not realistic or is like ba- based on the idea of like destiny or that you have to find the one, and I feel like it's not about. I've said it's not about the one, it's about the ones. And there are so many people who Mm. can fit in like 90% of what you need. And then you go the extra hundred or whatever, or even just like they're a lower percentage and you sort of meet in the middle and become, you each become more of each other's person. And I think a lot of romantic comedies don't really embrace that. But I also think that it's not really uh, fun or funny to do romance the way that it really happens in real life. So I get that. Yeah. But I I do wish that romantic comedies had a a little more of a a slant to where it was like, if a thing doesn't work out, that isn't always a tragedy. Sometimes things are not supposed to work out. And sometimes them not working out allows you to find someone better. Like it's not like, I think, I think there's like a devastation you feel when a, a romance doesn't work out, if it feels perfect. And it's like, other things will feel perfect. And, Maybe that's only a thing that we feel because we've been taught that there's supposed to be this way that you feel when you're with someone and you only settle for that. Right. I'm wondering if there were a depiction of this type of reality, if 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 it would change the future. Like, mm. is has there ever been a movie that has kind of shown this like that? Like someone getting the heart broken— Going through all the steps of a of a breakup and then finding somebody else and it being better and then keep that I, continuing to I happen. I guess it's suggested that Five Hundred Days of Summer does that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. Mm. Would you ever do? Uh, it's not. It's a, the other movie that's that I think that it's like that, but it's totally Eternal not. Sunshine of the Spotless yes, Mind. Yes. Why do I think those are the same? I think because of the art. It's oh. a lot of bl- it's a lot of blue and yellow, and it came out around the same. No, uh, Eternal Sunshine was two thousand four. I think Five Hundred Days of Summer was two thousand nine. But I, they're I, so not similar. Yes. But like I always, they're think also in they're- the same. It's also Little Miss Sunshine's in there. It's like the same sort of swath of like indie film that came mm. out around the time where I think we were all just like getting into cool films. Sure, and they're very similarly colored and have like a, a I don't know. So would you ever get your memory erased? Uh, no. Absolutely Agreed. not. Yeah, that uh, the way that it went out in that movie didn't seem great. Yeah. And there are certainly things I'd love to erase, but I also think that, like, what are you without regrets? <gasps> mm. Do you regret many things? Oh, constantly. Really? All the time. But why regret something? Because that's exactly what you wanted at the time. It is what I wanted at the time. And I think that, like— I don't regret things in a way where it's like, if I could go back, I wouldn't do it again. It's like, uh, I look back, and I'm just like, I probably should have done should have done something else. But I also but think— But that's not a regret. Oh, okay. What's a regret then? Like a deep, like, I should not have done that. It ruined my life. Yes. Um. Yeah, I have those. <laughs> definitely. But I also— I don't know. There are more regrets of, like, things that it's like, I could have handled that better, and I didn't, and that'll always sort of follow me. And I, I have a deep association with shame for certain things now, but— I I think that, I don't know, regret is the thing you hold on to that makes you not want to do those things in the future. And it's sort of like, 
I don't know. It's like uh, falling off your bike and getting a Band-Aid, and now every time you ride your bike in that same area, you're going like, to be like, okay, I'm going to be careful this time. I'm not going to—I don't want another Band-Aid. Right. So you, I don't want another—you learn a little bit. Yeah. So that's fine. And okay. I think it's like some things that you regret maybe are not as painful for people as they always—like if it's like, oh, I regret this thing because it hurt this person. It's like that may hurt that person, but they're not going to hold on to it necessarily in the same way that you will— They'll hold on to it, but it's like you can kind of get past it, and they'll also let that hurt shape their future. I think it's like, I don't know, yeah, what are you without your regrets? Yeah. If everything you do is perfect, you don't learn anything, and you're just kind of like, you got the kind of crazy hubris that's like, I could do a backflip or whatever. (laughs) And you can. Yeah, I can. Are you going to do any more? Backflips? Yeah. No. None? I promised I would do one. No, I, I, the thing is, I wanted to go home and I wish that my roommate was still awake because I wanted him to be like, how's the backflip? And I just wanted to do another one right there. Oh, really? That yeah. would have been nice. Would have been great. Oh, man. I want to do a backflip. You can. I wonder if I can. I bet you could. It's been a long time. Okay, we're going to close this out with a section called Tip Jar. Mm. People send us a one or two word suggestion, and we have to give one piece of advice using only three words. So the I need to come up with a new example, but the example I always use is if the suggestion was Los Angeles, one piece of advice using only three words would be check parking signs. Mm, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe I won't change it. Yeah, because I was like, everyone great. says it's good. It is good. It makes perfect sense. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready? Yes. Do you have three words of advice for film school? And we, we will both go and give. I didn't go to film school, so this is coming from someone that had, did not go. Did you go? Yes. Just yeah. make stuff. <gasps> Just make stuff. Cool. Wait, no, can I change it? Sure. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Shitty is fine. Okay. Yeah. Good. I, I'm like, I want to elaborate on both of those, but I can't. So I'll just say shitty is fine. Oh, mm. I feel like an elaboration would be better than what I'm going to say because I did not go to film school. Sure. And mine would be, do you need? I agree, though. Okay. I do agree. And that's one of the things that I got out of film school is like, huh, this was good, but mostly because it gave me the, like, I was forced to make stuff. Right. I wish I had just made stuff and learned by making stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, that works. Do you have three words for pretentious people? Three words of advice for pretentious people. Hmm. Everyone knows things. Everyone knows things. That's so funny. Ever, everyone knows things. Everyone knows things. That's so much better. Mine was going to be, what are you hiding? That's four words. Oh, oh what are what are, what are you hiding? <laughs> Fine. Uh, three words. Let's condense it. Uh, what's underneath that? Oh, deep. Yeah. Like right? Because yeah. no one's pretentious because they're good. No. Like, there's something going they on. They want people to be like, okay, well, this guy's smart. Yeah. yeah. Like, move along. Okay. Three words only. Flu season. Mmm. Get that shot. You would get the shot? Yeah, i get the shot. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I ain't afraid of no flu. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no flu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flu season, three words. I'm going to say... Um, mine are, mine are not three 
like a saying. They're mm-hmm. three different things. Oh, okay. So water, sleep, osculococcinum, which is a medicine. Oh, okay. It's like little little pellets that you just take every six hours and it stops the flu symptoms. Every six hours? Is that too long? Is I'm that just like, that's, that's too frequent. Is that? I don't, I mean, I'm, I don't know what the medicine is. So you tell me. I, I just feel like if there's a medicine, it's like you got to take it every six hours. I'd be like, I'm sleeping one of those times. But <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. But when you wake up. Okay. Okay. Lastly, I have not seen this, mm. but Cats the movie. Oh, don't do drugs. <gasps> okay. Don't. I've, I've not seen it. Don't do drugs when you do. <laughs> I really want to see it now. I, here's the thing. I saw it. I had a great time. I really, it was like one of the most fun things I've ever done. I immediately was like, oh God, I would love to do that again. I might go see it again. And then I went to a panel where they showed just like a condensed 10 minutes from the film. And I was reminded of how much of it is just so boring and not oh. even like, there was a point at which uh, my friend was like, I would like to leave now. And I looked at my watch. I was like, there's an hour left. No way. Yeah. And it's like, it, it gets fun if you're with people who are willing to be rowdy, but it's like, God, so much of it is like, the music sounds dissonant and bad and like the cats are just so off putting and weird and it's not even fun until the end, like in a weird way. That's but so sad. Yeah. Ugh. Don't do drugs. Because the drugs will just make it like, ah, it's weirder. And also I'm high. So now everything is so much slower. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. That would be horrible. Since I haven't seen it, I was going to go off of seeing your posts about it online. Yeah. I was either going to say go with friends because Absolutely. it seemed like you had a great time. Did. But in this case, I, my three words will be listen to Demi. <laughs> Demi, thank you for being thank here. Thank you for having me. This oh. is a lovely thing. Yay! I'm so glad to be here. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Good, me too. Where can people find you on the internet? Electro Lemon. We've at, been over this. Yes, I'm at Electro Lemon on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm nowhere else. That's right. Is that right? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I as I want I like I've been on other social networks. I want them all to fall away. I don't want to join any new ones. I'm already like becoming an old man in that way, where it's like ah, I don't need it. It's a lot. Yeah. Before we close out, do you have one last piece of advice that you could give your younger self? Take your time. How sweet. Yeah. I think I wasn't uh, kind enough to myself in like wanting to do everything quick and like grow up fast and sort of just like thinking like I, I need to, I'm too I'm going to be too old to do X eventually. And it's like you're never too old to do anything that you truly care about doing. So just take your time. Take your time. Yeah. I love that. If you have a sticky situation or burning concern, call us at 805-751-9071. You give us your age and we'll do the best we physically and mentally and emotionally can at the time of recording. That's very honest. That is very, yeah. It's like, look, you might not get something good, but we're going to try. And that's all that matters. that's a promise. And that's a promise. We'll see you next week on Just a Tip. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.